Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Laughlin. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the Lucha Landlord, the 57 time UBW Infinity Champion, Jeffro Roos. How you doing this evening? How are we? It's all gone mad. It's all gone wrong. <laughs> What's happening with the world? Ah! Well, I was very well until Saturday. I weighed myself for the first time since March, and I put oh, on twenty pound in three oh, months. <laughs> Jesus, I, I, I just, I just under two stone. Oh, that, that's that's not. I've, I've I've been getting into this calorie calorie counting thing. It, it's mm. mad because because I don't realise how much how much how much shit I pour into myself. Um, so I've got no weighing scales at home, so I've got no fucking idea how much I weigh. Um, apparently I weigh 220 pounds. Um, <laughs> um, so I've, I've been doing this calorie counting thing. I, I, it says I'm under some days, so yes. uh, I I, I'm scared to. I'm scared. You know, my, my, all my genes are stretchy, but you know, they are a little bit more snug. Yeah, I was, uh, I just, we just went to my mum's for the first time since March, and she just had the scales. I thought, oh, just... Like put oh. on a pound or two, and I was like, "Oh God, heaviest I've ever been in my life." Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to know. If I'm honest. I don't want to know. <laughs> so, uh, how you been surviving lockdown? So. Honestly, I've, I, it's not been bad at all. I mean, it, it, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for taking the positive out of things, but you know, it is the longest period of time that I've been out of work. Um, yeah. But it's it's been quite lovely to to connect with people. Um, through you know think things various and you know it's, it's it's been quite nice to stop um and, and appreciate the world around me um so I'm I'm quite grateful for that my bank account isn't grateful for it but it's oh. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's been you know I've I've actually made new friends during lockdown which, which oh, is wow. bizarre but you know through through the medium of, of the internet and um, people playing Fortnite you know we, we, we became friends and it's it's rather nice at 10 o'clock every evening I'm playing Fortnite with um, a guy in Wales and a guy in uh, Portsmouth and another guy in Chelmsford and I've only met one out of three of them in real life but you yeah know, we, we, it's not that every night we, we're talking to each other um oh, it's mad um yeah one of my best friends Joel uh you know he's, he's pretty much in contact all the time and it's it's really nice because it, it means we have time to talk to each other mm. Whereas you know before this this this, this lockdown things happened, you know I think we, we might have taken people for granted a little bit. But it's for me the positive thing is you know I've been able to have time to make time for other people, um, and, and that's been lovely. Yeah, I don't think my girlfriend's going to be happy when this is finished because I've made arrangements to go for pints with so many people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's Saturday, isn't it? That, that was supposed to be opening. Um, I'm not opening on Saturday. I'm waiting till August. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see what happens because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced. Um, I mean, we saw our dear friends in Leicester have been uh, locked down for, for even longer. Um, uh, I, I just I can't take the risk to, to, to myself or, or my punters. So yeah, we, we all just need to like, think about them. Our local paper did a like a poll on their website, and I think it was I think fourteen percent of people said they'll be willing to go to the pub. Yeah, I mean, I will be, will be honest with you, I'm shitting myself for, for the industry because it's, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, really. But I, I reckon we're going to lose 40% of independent venues. I think all yeah. we'll be left with are going places all the fucking weather spools and fucking shit and fucking mountain. He's banned from every fucking pub I will ever run in my life. <laughs> well, it was on his arse anyway, wasn't it? Like three pubs a day were closed or something, they were saying, since yeah, the 2008 or something. Yeah, there, there, there are figures that, that keep coming out, and it's, uh, the, the record, I think ca- camera they campaign for for Galea we reckon in about thirteen months. Um, not so long ago, but uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's like any, any statistic, eighty percent of them are good. Right, so, have you been binging any series you'd like to recommend to listeners? Or, so? uh, have I been binging? <laughs> I, I've been playing Fortnite. <laughs> me- mentally, I'm eleven. 
Uh, no, we can't say that, not with this. No, 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 internet police, noms, 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 noms. Uh, no, no, stop it, Tom. Um, who's Tom? Uh, <laughs> what, what have I been binging? Um, we, uh, I've not really been watching much telly, if I'm honest. Um, I never used to anyway, but um, uh, I always watch Pyro if it's on, but I, I, I've really not been watching it at all because it's... It's a little bit shit because there's nothing new. It's all people, you know, sitting two metres apart in the garden and, and saying yeah. things like, oh, <laughs> Springwatch. I like Springwatch. Springwatch was great. Yeah. Badges and tits and all that <laughs> sort of thing. Um, uh, yeah, that, that was that was great fun. But, you know, I was, I was, it was socially distanced, of course. You know, I was, yeah. fuck off. You know, we know. We know. It's like these, it, sorry, I, I go off on tangents and I go off on tangents. Right. <laughs> you, you, you're going to have to play catch up with me. Uh, but it's, it's like you see you see on Facebook. Are, are you on Facebook at all? You, you see yeah. um, f- Facebook uh, adverts for, for things. You know, people are trying to get rid of shit that they don't want anymore. Like, you know, garden shed. You know, free, free to a good home collection by social distance, of course. You know, it's just yeah. Fuck off! We know, we know this. This shit's going on. You don't have to socially. It's like fucking takeaways, takeaways ad- advertising that you know. Please come and collect. You know, socially distant, of course. We fucking know. Fuck off with your socially distant. Of course, it's it's one of those phrases that gets on my tits. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like the new normal. Fuck off, new normal. <laughs> family yeah. show. Family show. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're because there's been absolutely nothing on telly, so we've went back and watched all the silent witnesses from when Amelia Fox joined. Oh, okay. So I think that was like series seven or eight, something we're up to series fifteen now. So it's like baseball six weeks watching two episodes a night. <laughs> so it's been... <laughs> I, I was tempted to do Breaking Bad again, but I I d I don't want I don't want to go through the feelings again. But, <laughs> yeah. but what about wrestling wise? Have you been watching any wrestling or do you watch wrestling? Yeah, I do. I mean, um, I'm, I'm going to sound like an absolute fucking hipster, but I, I do watch uh, modern day WWE. No, I cancelled my network ages ago. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't. I stopped watching um, WWE uh, with the old Saudi Arabia bollocks. I just thought, well, you've got enough money, you don't need more money. Um, I mean, I, this is somebody who I've been to four WrestleManias and, mm. you know, spent fuck knows amount of money on, on going to watch wrestling. Um, I'm really fond of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I really like their stuff. Um, in terms of UK stuff, I, I, I love, um, big fan of, uh, Rev Pro. Uh, yes. you know, I always try and go to their big shows at the historic York Hall in Bethlehem Green at this time. Um, uh, internationally, uh, Chikara, uh, massive, massive influence on me, you know, sadly no more. Um, yes. Uh, and, and pretty much, you know, if, if somebody recommends something to me, it, you know, you, you'll, you'll enjoy this, you know, you, you'll like this. Uh, I'll try and watch it. I mean, um, a lot of my, um, friends, American wrestling friends, um, you know, I'll try and watch their matches, you know, out, out of, um, loyalty to them and, you know, really, you yeah. know, so, so, you know, whatever it is that they're doing in, in whatever little company that they're wrestling for, um, you know, so, so, they get a bit of exposure and you know through, through their hard work rather than just through you know having social media followers. It's you know it's, it's not all about the retweets and the, the, the Facebook likes and all this that. Really, it's about supporting your mates in real terms. You know, buying their merch. Um, yeah. You know, shit, shit like that. You know, rather than just you know saying, oh, you know, please retweet my match graphic. No, I'll, you know, how can I support you because I believe you, not you know an internet celebrity. But, you know, fuck internet celebrities. <laughs> well, some yeah, we went go. back and tried to watch Raw from the beginning, but we got to like SummerSlam '95, and we're like, it's a bit crap now. It's '95 because yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, when when, when so, I mean, I, I don't know if you ever heard of the the New Generation Project podcast. Yes, one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, they they, they were great. Um, uh, and and uh, you know the, the sort of way that they went about it, it was it was like I I, I lived through it the first time. Yes. I remember staying up and watching King, <laughs> King fucking Mabel being crowned. Um, so, you know, listen to their stuff when, when, you know, when they were going. It was, you know, it was a sort of great refresher and a great, you know, oh, Christ, you know, I, I never noticed that. I never noticed that. And, you know, it's that sort of um, analytical mind of, of looking mm. at wrestling and the, the presentation of it that, you know, it's, it's really, really quite special, you know. So if, if you know, anybody wants to, Listen to it. I, I would advise you do I mean, the the analysis oh, that you yeah. did on it. Was, it's, was, an amazing, it's an amazing podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, so my, my girlfriend only likes to watch stuff from when she was a kid, so like 92 to 95. So we, we watch that a lot. Thank God you said 92 to 95, not 2002. Weird, Hey, good brothers, this is Sunset Skip, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast. <laughs> so I, bet, I guess it's been kind of a bit of a blessing for your body, and you've been able to evaluate what's been going good and what's been going bad with your character and been able to do little tweaks for when you return and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do have a, the physique of a bin bag filled with yoghurt anyway, so um, it's just slightly more yoghurt now. But um, yeah, in, in, in terms of um, recovering from things, it's it's been great. I mean, I've, I've got a knackered hip that I've had for, for about three or four years, but that's not seemed to get any better. I'm putting that down to old age. But we, we've been doing a little bit of training um, on Sunday mornings, um, social distance, of course. Um, <laughs> and for, for, for wrestling, I mean, this, this is some advice I, I was given when I, when I was first starting out by, by the great Lord Gideon Gray. Um, he, he said that there's, there's nothing like training for wrestling other than wrestling training. So, you know, <laughs> you know running, cycling, you know, doing weights, this, that, the other is nothing compared to actually physically doing wrestling yeah. myself. You know, it is, it is, I mean, I, I used to be pretty fit when I, when I was younger. I'm now 40 years old, but you know, when I was like 16 to 20, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was pretty well put together, Chris. You know, I was, I was, I wouldn't say a sex god, but I was definitely a, a minor deity. And, <laughs> but nothing could prepare me for, 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 for the rigors of, of what it takes to actually do professional wrestling. It is mad. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm three, three and a half years in now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not getting easier. So you didn't start training until you're 36. No, um, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you the story. It's, it's quite a nice story, really. Um, I, I'm, I'm a wrestling fan, like like 99.999% of, of, of wrestlers. You know, we are fans. Mm-hmm. We get to live out a dream of, of performing in front of an audience as wrestlers. Um, now, uh, four, four years ago, in about November, um, I had uh, what's called a TIA, which is a bit like a minor stroke. Um, yes. So I had all, all the symptoms of the stroke. I thought I was going to die, really. I was like, oh, shit, I'm fucking done for. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, that was a sort of, uh, you know, they took him to the hospital on a Sunday night and they infected, injected, detected, did all sorts of things, brain scans, arse scans, thumb up the bum scans. You know, it was, it was like, thumb up the bum. And it was, you know, I was, I was absolutely fine within, within 24 hours. But it was, yeah. it was, it was a scary thing. And, and it, it sort of gave me a sense of my, I have to say, this sounds really fucking shit, doesn't it? It gave me a sense of my own mortality. And I had to achieve things. Uh, basically, I, I know I needed to get fit and I needed to lose weight. Yeah. Otherwise, I was going to fuck die. And I'm never one for doing anything conventional. Um, you know, I, I, I don't believe in the, in the straightest, straightest, widest path is the best path. I, I like to go. Uh, Securitously around things. So, um, as I've mentioned, I, was a, I am a big fan of Lord Gideon Gray, and he was an attacker in a chap called Rishi Gosh, the Prince of Mumbai. Um, and Rishi had, had put something on on Facebook in, in December or January that year, uh, saying he's, he's going to start doing um, private coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. And I thought, my God. <laughs> so I, I messaged Rishi, um, and you know, as, as you sort of get get. To, to know wrestling is, you, you know, nobody's going to say no to a quid, are they? No. Um, that's, not, that's not denigrating Rishi at all. Um, so I sent him a message. I said, Rishi, I'm, I'm 37 years old. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fat. I'm out of shape. Uh, would it be worth me trying this wrestling thing out? Or, or, or shall I just, you know, fuck it, I've done with it. You know, it's, it's, it's never going to happen. Because, you know, I've always been a fan. Um, and he sent me a message. Yeah, sure, champ. You know, c- come down sometime and, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how, how you get on. And the thing about that, I hadn't really exercised seriously for a number of years. But I went mm. drove down to Portsmouth um, in, in my car without any air conditioning um, in April, I think it was. Yeah, it was just after WrestleMania, the run in Dallas, I want to say. Uh, was that 33? The one that was, yeah. Um, was it 32? The one with Drew Ribelich and Romany Reigns. Isn't that anybody? Helen the Cell, Undertaker, Shane McMahon. I think it was 32, was it? I don't I think, think so. 
yeah, anyway, some, 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 somebody yeah. else will well, well, no yeah, doubt tweet and say, oh, fuck, he doesn't even know what was the I'll just do a, do a little sidebar of that. When we were in the car park queuing in to, to get into WrestleMania, um, yeah. we, um, we, we saw Andy Quilder, the boss of um, Red Pro, and we ended up having this discussion. He can name any opening match of any WrestleMania. So if you give him a match, he'll tell you which WrestleMania it was. Wow. It was amazing. Anyway, but that's his part. <laughs> anyway, that's not. Um, anyway, so uh, Rishi said, "Yeah, yeah, come on down." So I paid. I paid him my, my thirty quid. I think it was for two hours of, of this, and I, I loved it. You know, I was I was blowing out my ass. I only threw up twice, but I yeah. loved it. And and I decided I'd stick at it because I thought I, I can just about do this. I can just about do this. So so I kept going going back to to, to Rishi. You know, for, for interview sessions and like that. That led on to um, you know sort of group work sessions with uh, people like James Castle, Dan Heads, um, trying to think who else you got in, um, Curtis Chapman, uh, um, what's his face, Dan, Dan McGee, um, you know, you know, all great young wrestlers, and you know, there's, there's me. I've paid money to see these people wrestle, and I'm in the fucking ring with them, yeah. And it, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh shit, this is great, and you know, you know, and, uh, and it was, you know, it was a really, really good time. I met some absolutely brilliant people doing like. Uh, four week intensive courses, you know, it was an absolute ball ache because I, I live in Cambridge and Portsmouth is about three and a half hour drive. So I'd be finished work uh, or I'd take the day off work, drive down to Portsmouth, do, you know, three hours of wrestling, drive drive back, you know, same night. And I loved it. Um, I met some great, great characters while, while we were down there. And um, Kenneth Northpenny as well. He's, he's another, you know, brilliant, brilliant wrestling, a great coach. And, you know, they, they sort of instilled in me, you know, the, the basics, how to do things, you know, why, why you do things, where you do things. Yeah. Um, and that was really my start. And um, Rishi advised me to contact um, uh, Paul Ash, who, who uh, runs uh, Ultimate British Wrestling, who uh, were based in Hitchin, and now based in Penlow. And so he said, you know, give him a message because he's, he's really a trainer there. Um, rather than you coming all the way down here, you might as well go somewhere a bit local. So I messaged Paul um, and I said, look, I'm doing some training with Rishi. You know, is he worth me making you? Of course, you know, typical wrestler. He says, yeah, well, I'll take him. <laughs> And the rest is history. <laughs> so did you have an idea of a character when you started training that you wanted to go into? Or did you even want to become a, a wrestler? Or did you just, tra- you just want to that, try and get built with it? Originally, it was, I was going to have one match, and that was it. Yeah. You know, that was that was sort of the, the extent of my ambition. But, um, you know, once you sort of get into it, it's like... Now, let, let's, let's, let's go again. Let's go to training again. Because it's, you know, it's, it's like... <laughs> I've, I've I've built up for this for for, for eight months of life. You know, I've I've bought myself a, a costume. Um, you know, which which not <laughs> inexpensive. Um, so you know, I might as well keep going with it. Um, uh, so I've got slightly sidetracked there. So you, as you said, the first. Well, so did you have an idea of a, tr- uh, a uh, character? Uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I didn't. Um, and it was it was doing you know character workshops with with, with Rishi and you know the, the old maxim about wrestling is you know the best characters are yourself but turned up to eleven um, yeah so I, no ideas and and so I thought well you know let, let's take the idea of it's you that turned up to eleven um, and I thought well what do I do I'm a pub landlord right, okay that's that is you know if, if if you say the word pub landlord you could probably get a picture in your head of what a pub landlord looks like. Yeah, um, Al, Al Watts' face. Al, Al fucking... Yeah, everybody says Al fucking Murray. I'm nothing like Al. I'm blown. <laughs> That's what's so <laughs> I love the French. I'm yeah. very European. <laughs> um, so I, I thought we'd do that. And, and you know, so, so that, that, you know, gradually uh, increased. So, you know, there's, uh, there's the walk. You know, there's the voice. And, ah, my fucking hell. So it's a bit like Boris Johnson. Um and you know, then it came came to to, to naming naming myself. Um, so I, t- I took the name of of two quite famous Cambridge pub landlords. So one one is John Roos, um, who's uh, long retired but absolutely uh, end of the Cambridge pub scene. Uh, mad pissed old eccentric with a with a beard. You can probably find a cat in. Uh, and the other one is is um, Jethro Scotch, a little child who I used to work for and who actually yes. He fired me, um, but he, did, he, <laughs> he actually broke the law when he fired me, so I sued him for two and a half grand, and wow. he hates me. He, he absolutely <laughs> hates me. So I thought, well, well what, what, what better way to, to, to sort of 
piss him off even more than, you know, taking two and a half grand off him. Uh, well, I didn't take any coal to get off him when he went to me. Um, I thought, well, I'll use his name. <laughs> and, 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 and he found out about it. He got really, really, really cross. I've got your name now, bitch. <laughs> Nobody knows who the fuck you are anymore. I am the only Jethro in Cambridge. <laughs> yes, so, so, so that's how I started in the business. <laughs> <coughs> so take us back to your first match. Um, what do you remember about in hindsight? Did you enjoy it? My first match, uh, it was, it was, of course, it was a battle royal. Yes. <laughs> the Kentucky gold honey mustard pre-show KFC Mountain Dew main event. This is my speciality match, really, because that's all I seem to get fucking booked in. <laughs> Especially for UBW, but never mind. Memes must pose. Um, so, oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, it was, my, my first match was, was, it was, a, was, a, was a battle royal. And I was entered at number seven, I think it was. And I, I, I came in and, um, you know, I, I, I had my, my entrance music, which is a theme for the sports report, but I didn't have any fucking clue, you know, what, what to do. Um, mm. <laughs> so, so I, I got in the ring and, and I, I gave out, um, about seven or eight, um, Dusty Rhodes Bionic Elbows. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's the first thing that came out of my fucking head. Unfortunately, I was a bit too vigorous with one and it split somebody's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, John, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Casper the Ghost. Uh, I don't think he's wrestled since. Um, and I, I, I remember after, you know, four or five of these, now I did, I did the old spin around. Yeah, it's fucking hell. Yeah, I'm here. And then uh, I think it was, it was Brad Tannen um, cut me off and ran me in the corner. Uh, yeah. I, was, I was blowing out my ass after doing <laughs> five atomic elbows. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, and then I got, I got eliminated by um, uh, Robbie Boy, who's a football manager sort of character. He's absolutely brilliant. Probably he's had to retire because he's his back's fucked. Um, yeah, but he was a great character. Um, yeah, and he, he he kicked me in the head, and, and that was the end of my, my wrestling debut. Um, mm. there, was, there was much weeping and crying, grinding of teeth. Um, in, in actual fact, I didn't give a shit because no one knew who the fuck I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> what so about I, um, a singles match or a tag match? What was your next like non battle royal? Uh, I we did. Um, just trying to think that uh, we, I, I did uh, I did a tag team match in America, um, which was really really very very cheeky um, for a company called Excellence Pro Wrestling, who were based uh, just outside of Philadelphia. Uh, I was uh, I, I because I'd got this wrestling bug, and I you know I wanted to to really you know really try and get as good as I possibly could. Um, I, I booked uh, to to go to Philadelphia to go and train with Chikara. For, for oh wow! In, in uh, January two thousand and eighteen, I think it was. Um, and I, 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 with me came uh, Rotten Sidney James, as he was then, and uh, Declan Tebot, and they were in a tag team together called Funhouse. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to them later on. Um, and uh, uh, one of my greatest dear friends, um, who was the ring announcer at Chicago at the time, Vlad Radinov. Uh, I was chatting with him and I said, well, we're coming over. He said, oh, look, I'm involved in the show. Um, it would be great if you came along. So I messaged the promoter. I said, um, hi, uh, coming over from England uh, to, to see the show. Uh, could you give me a link to, to buy tickets? You know, I was, I was you know, taking tickets. Yeah. And um, he said, are you a wrestler? I said, yes, sir, I am, yes. Um, he said, I'll put you on the show. <laughs> uh... So, okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, our flight lands at, um, I think it landed about three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, bell time was, uh, eight o'clock or something like that. Uh, it might have been a bit tighter than that. I think we might have landed about five o'clock and bell time was, was seven o'clock. <laughs> and, um, I, I hadn't got a clue what match I'd be in, uh, but I knew I was, I was taking my fucking gear with me. So, uh, flew over to, um, Philadelphia. Uh, got off the plane, got to the Airbnb, got an Uber. Didn't realise how far away this event was from our Airbnb. We, we had an Airbnb right in the middle of Philly, and where the event was was in a place called Sellersville, which is about an hour and a half's drive. Wow. 
in a fucking Uber. So, and it, it's January as well, so it's minus 19. <laughs> so I've got my big pants on. Uh, so we got the Uber, the Uber takes, takes us there. We get there in just in time for the pre-show meeting uh, and you know, do the old, you know, shake hands, shake hands, shake hands, etiquette, etiquette, etiquette. You know, hi, I'm, I'm Tom. I'm Tom. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he put me in a tag team match uh, with a chap called Johnny Moran. Johnny the man Moran. Yes. Uh, you've heard of Johnny Moran? Yes. Oh, he's, he's, um, he seems a green aren't a lot. He does, yes, yeah. yes. I did do. Um, yeah, no, really good guy, good wrestler, good good human being. It was his birthday yesterday. Um, oh. Happy birthday to me. Um, and we were against uh, Hermit Crab and Frank McCain, who was Scottish, well, supposed to be Scottish, I just looked at his things in Betty Rates, didn't he? Which he didn't get. And we won. We won. We beat Hermit Crab and um, Frank McCabe. Um, I got to do all sorts of things. Sunset flips, John Wick drops. Uh, oh, wow. I hit Frank McCabe in the head with a knee. Um, <laughs> on purpose, on purpose. It was, it was yeah. Uh, and and uh, we won, um, which uh, which was amazing because I spent 90% of the match having a shit beaten at me by Hermit Crab. But <laughs> such is life, you know. You <laughs> plan for these victories, but that um, anyway, so that, that was the first night we were there, and yeah, we had a lovely time. Um, had a great week, um, training with Chikara, um, under Ophidian, um, and, and uh, Quack as well. Uh, made some really, really good friends, um, while we were there. Um, Big Razor Hawk, uh, Travis Huckabee, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm name dropping, aren't I? That's but, right. <laughs> um, uh, Sonny But genuinely, th- these are. Green Ant as well, um, before he was Green Ant. Um, uh, and I met up with uh, a guy who I'd met at King of Trios in, in, in 2016, who's in the crew, and we'd sort of stayed in contact with this idea. So it was a great opportunity to go and train with those guys and, you know, actually, you know, um, hang out with them. And, you know, and it was you know, a really, really lovely time. And, you know, so like, friends for life, man. Uh, but yeah, forever grateful for that experience. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Yeah, I think I think we can't have you on without discussing the closure of Shikara. It's, it's I, I love Shikara. We've, we've interviewed the likes of Green Ants and Travis O'Cooker being the Proteus Wheel over the years. Mm. And yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely gutted it's closed. It's so different to every promotion, and it's had no problems with like embrace might be over over the top crazy side of wrestling and it's been compared to like comic books with the storylines being over the years and stuff so um. absolutely um I, I think you know my, my sort of first awareness of Chikara was when um Matthew and Bocciboni used to have Automatis Black at the beginning of his videos um and you know that, then I was sort of intrigued by it um <laughs> and you know to you know, like, like anything that you're intrigued by, you get interested by, you get more and more into it, more and more into it. And, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, it's somewhere where I've always wanted to go and train, and I'm, I'm just thankful I, I did get to do that. Um, it, it's, you know, it's back catalogue is, is something that I'll, you know, be forever watching because of, I love the style of wrestling, I love the characters, I love the story progression. You know, you, you yeah, have to be a, a proper, proper, Nerd to be paying attention to everything that, <laughs> that, that went on in it. Um, yeah, like like you, I'm I'm heartbroken. It's it's closed, but you know there there is a fantastic troop of, of young wrestlers that are coming out of that um, that will you know still be wrestling and still you know set set the world on fire in, in, in the wrestling ring. Um, you know I, I don't know the why's where what's where for us. You know, I'm, I'm not sort of that nosy that I'll ask my friends, you know, all oh, right, lads, you know, what's going on with your car? You know, do you want to get me in the Zoom chat? Because, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, they're my mates and that's yeah. the place where, where they worked. You know, it's not a place where I worked, it's a place where I wanted to work, but, um, so, it, you know, I don't see it as being my business, but yes, I, I'm saddened by it, but I am hopeful for the future in, in terms of, I know, you know, what is coming out of, of, I mean, I'm going to say from the ashes of Chikara, but that was a, um, a thing a few years ago, wasn't it? But um, I think, you know, if it is done for good, then it has served yeah. its purpose, and I'm, I'm forever grateful for it. 
because it's, it's given me some fantastic memories and, and maybe some amazing friends that I'll probably keep for the day I die. Yeah, I'd, I'd employ people to go check out the back catalogs. Where else can you see a promotion where you have like time travel with Egyptians facing the Vikings, battling yeah. sea monsters, sea creatures, and even ants? <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, ants. Anything's possible. Yeah, there, was, there was even spin off ants. It was like, oh, adventure ants. Yes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, you know, the, the shit days of Mask. You know, when, you, when you sort of, oh, you, you know, we've, we've sort of, right, let's do. Let's do um, missile assault. And, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it it is dreadfully sad. But like I said, I I you know hope that the guys you know coming out of it who, who are stepping away from it, you know, I, I wish them all the luck in the world. And, you know, hopefully, 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 I might get a few of them over here to to um, to to maybe do a, a thing over here. But, you know, we'll see see what happens with the world and finance and all that shit before we even get that. So as we had mentioned in the intro, you're a 57-time UBW Infinity Champion. So, yeah. so is the Infinity Championship like a mixture between like the 24/7 and like the Proteus Championship? So, what's the Proteus Championship? It's the in progress where the champion can decide how the belt's defended. Okay, it could be in a dance contest. It could be in a right. hardcore um, match. It could be. As I understand it, with this great and noble lineage, the the, the treatment title with respect it deserves. Um, it, it is ostensibly a twenty four seven title that must change hand by pinfall or submission or anything that's sort of lying around or happens to fit the narrative at the time. Um, yeah, there's no there's no hard and fast rules. It is it, it is it is a a, a daft belt. Um, it, it's. Um, yeah, it's it's um it's possibly you know way 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 down the list of, of sort of prestige of titles you know say at the, the you know the top you probably got the IWGP Heavyweight Championship yeah this is this is this is way way down this is you know this is um it's a bit of fun um mm-hmm. and uh, you know I I've I've taken it to America three times now and I keep losing it in America. It's, it's almost like I shouldn't take it to America because you know people just have the you know yeah it's 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 uh, I, 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 I don't know why I do it. I'm a I'm a glutton for punishment but um no it's 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 a bit of fun it's um it's sort of in, in the age of of viral media and shit like that you know it's it's an attempt to get eyes on on UBW and the product um, via you know stupid shit on the internet I suppose. Yeah, I, quite, I, I, quite, I quite enjoy being the champion. You know. Yeah. So it's one of your parts of the greatest match never shown. The way you described it on the YouTube was, it sounded like an amazing match. Oh, me, me and Boomer Hatfield? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I did that uh, Moonsault style stash from the top of the building. Yes, and then the Undertaker yeah. turned up. Yeah, and then the Undertaker. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. What a day that was. What a, what a match! Um, unfortunately, I keep trying to recover the files, but it's, it's, it's corrupted beyond all recognition. It's it's you could virtually call it British wrestling is that corrupted? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! What's he saying? Oh, so your Twitter profile, you proudly say you've beat Scott Steiner. I did. I, I beat Scott, Scott Steiner, uh, the last ever King of Trios, last year. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, 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 uh, I think that's on, on Facebook or YouTube or somewhere like that. Um, yeah, um, well, he beat me for it because I, I, I accidentally went into a room where he was with uh, Dragon Grace and um, Petey, Petey Williams, um, and, and they beat the shit out of me and one, two, three, Scott Starr is your new Infinity Champion. Yeah. Um, however, uh, it was in a bar later on that evening um, and uh, Scott Steiner was, was, was having a poo, and uh, he foolishly left the Infinity Championship hanging over the um, the stall door while he was yes. evacuating himself, and um, possession being nine-tenths of the law, and me judging the fact that he couldn't chase me while he had his pants around his ankles <laughs> and a baby's arm hanging out of his arse, uh, I thought I would I would make off with it into the night, and thus, thus I defeated Scott Steiner. Forever. <laughs> Yo! This is the Nightmare Fuel Hustle Malone, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious.
Kyle Kingsley, who you've teamed with in the past, has sent in a question. So, okay. So, King so how, Breaker. How, yes. So, uh, how is it juggling a pub and wrestling? It's fucking difficult. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's very, very difficult. Um, a pub is not a sort of four or five hour a week job. Um, it is pretty much all consuming seven days a week. And I'm, uh, I'm guessing the busy times are when wrestling shows are on. <laughs> so, it's Saturday yeah, evenings, afternoon. Thankfully, they're on Sundays, and Sundays mm. uh, I've managed to to make work like clockwork, so I don't have to be there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, generally, if, 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 if I have a good team around me, then that allows me to um, to do what, what I love doing outside of work. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kingsley. I look forward to seeing you again. He looks like he's getting great shape, John. This, oh, this, isn't he? He's absolutely yeah. hench. He's hench. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see him again soon. And Sunset Skip. Sunset Skip. Oh, what a brother. What yeah. a brother. Oh, brother, 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 brother. So he, brother. Sent, he sent in two questions. So <laughs> his first <laughs> one is, uh, what drinks would the following wrestler have? Uh, first yeah. one is Sunset Skip. Sunset Skip. He would, he would, he would like a, a good burger, a good burger. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Charles Crowley. Charles Crowley, um, he would, he wouldn't have champagne. He'd have cremant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, C.J. Carter. C.J. Carter, blood. <laughs> blood. With dry ice coming out of it. So it yeah, it was dry ice, and, <laughs> and, and and maybe a little figurine. You know? <laughs> Ascending through the blood <laughs> with, with, with um, LED lights for eyes. <laughs> and then memes. This is the last one. <clears throat> um, probably a tippy cup of, 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 of orange juice. <laughs> and then he also says, uh, which four wrestlers would be best to go on a pub crawl with and who would be the, four, the worst to go on a pub crawl with? Best four wrestlers to go on a pub crawl with? Um... Yeah. Uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. I will say, uh, Skip's obviously coming in. Um, yes. So, so I'm for, for plus Skip. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say Sidney Jones because he, he kicks me the balls all the time. <laughs> uh, I would probably say, uh, David Grant, the, the Dark Fruits daddy. I mean, he knows fuck all about drinking the Dark Fruits. Yeah, he's, he's on the show next week. So. Oh, is he? Yes. I'll send him my love. I will do. <laughs> he, he's another one who's getting into shape. I mean, he's he's losing shit out of weight. So there's nothing mm. left of him. I'm going to be able to hide behind him. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so uh, Darkfoot's daddy, yes, definitely. Um, Razor Hawk. Yes. Um, Vlad Radinov, even though he's not a wrestler and he kind of has retired. Um, uh, I'm going to say, no, I'm going to go Lord Gideon Gray. Yes. Yeah, he seems like an interesting character. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have said Rishi, but Rishi took me that lesson, so. Um, yeah. So, apologies to anybody I left out, but, um, yeah. Is that four? Yes. That's four. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fun night out. So. <laughs> and and four, four who I wouldn't. Mm. Sidney James, because he keeps kicking me in the dick and blows. Well, four who would. Make it the worst night out. Oh, who would well, make it the worst pub crawl? Sidney <laughs> James kicking in the balls. Um, I'd, I'd say Percy Trainer. I mean, I love, I love Percy, but he's, he's he's very very hyper and very very loud. Yes. And, you know, so sometimes you know we, we need a little bit of quietness and peace, and 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 you know we don't we, we need to be able to hear each other talk to each other. <laughs> much as I love Percy, he's he's like a cat on smack. Or, <laughs> Coach up gerbil. It's just go, 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 go. You know, so it's all like living in the fucking gym, isn't it? It's just, just makes you go, you know, it's just, um, yeah, so him, he'd be too noisy. Um, how many do, do I have to get four? He's asked it just, it, Did he ask for Yes. Right, so how many is that? It's two, so, two. uh, right, let's have a think who else. Um, Travis Huckabee, because even though I love him to bits, um, he'd, he'd make me do squats. Um, he's obsessed with squats and very good with the stretch of Um And who, who else? Who else would I want to, to go on the night out with? Um, 
follows. I'm, I'm trying to think of the difficulty of the career. Uh, can we, um, yes, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm not going to do a Shutsky, Skutsky, because that would be cruel and unusual. I'm going to say Hermit Crab because, because he's really great and, and um, yes. he'll he, he pinch you and, um, <laughs> and, and shout at you and that would be horrible. Um, yeah, so definitely Hermit Crab. Boom. <laughs> yeah. This is Mad Dog O'Doherty. You're listening to Broken But Glorious Podcast. So give it a listen and go on and take the day. That's the last question. So if you're a promoter for a day, use the wrestlers you've worked with, trained with, people are associated to you, um, yeah. I'll give you a match type and you can tell me who'll be in that match. If okay. you have a little story behind each person, it'd be great. Yep. So, yeah. so, uh, who'll be in your opening contest to excite the crowd? Opening contest? Um, let's see. I would have, I would start off strong. I'd start off with a hoss fight. I'd start off with a triple threat meat slapping fight. Wow. Yeah. I'd have Sunset Skip, David Grant and Big Calix. Wow. <laughs> meat slap. The ring would need to be reinforced for the amount of meat that would get slapped in that Wow. You, just, you can just imagine it now. Hoss fight meat slapping. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and all three of them are good brothers as well, so... Yeah. <laughs> but a women's title match? Women's title match. Um, I would say, uh, I'm going to go characteristic here, um, Molly McCoy. Yes. She would definitely be me. She is one of the toughest, toughest wrestlers I've ever met in my life. Uh, wonderful human being as well. Uh, I would have her wrestle Zoe Lucas. Mm. I think I think that would be a nice contrast of styles. I think yes, definitely. pugnaciousness and viciousness of, of Molly McCoy, um, and you have the, the style around and um, and utter punchability of Zoe Lucas. Cool, uh, a comedy match. Comedy match. Uh, Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we go with this one? Um, I would say I was going to say Les Kelly because my act is 90% rip-off of Les Kelly. <laughs> uh, maybe he can be the ghost referee. Yes. Um, and I would have, comedy match, I would have probably uh, Los Ice Creams. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you who they were. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have Los Ice Creams explode. Yes. So wow. <laughs> Ice Cream Junior against El Hijo Dog Del Ice Cream. <laughs> With the coast of those Um a hardcore extreme style match. Hardcore extreme style match. Um I I'd wanna see CJ Carter. Yes. Something like that. I think he, he's he's got a, a very, very vicious streak. Um and I would like to see him in a hardcore match against Orange Cassidy. Wow. Yeah, I think that would be a good match. Did you work with Orange Cassidy when he was firearms? Uh, you can't fucking say that. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Yes, firearms was, was really the trend at the end of the rest of that film. <laughs> um, and then your tag team title match? Tag team title match. Um, let me think. Let me think. I, I, I'd have to just because I feel sorry for him. Um, I'd have to put um, Sydney Bon England uh, and, and, and put him back with Declan Kellett, not Declan yes. Kellett. Uh, Declan Declan Tibbs. Um, Funhouse Funhouse reunion um, managed by Eden Bon England. Um, you know, just just for uh, you know, the support. You know, yes. Original. Um. So they would be the challengers, and they would be going against the champions who would have to be, um, let me think, Rishi Gush and Lord Gideon Gray. Yes. Yeah. Great match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you've got an intergender match. Intergender match. So I, I, intergender match, I would like to see uh, Solo Darling 
against, let me think there, I, I think Crowley. I think that would be quite an interesting. Oh, that'd be, an inter- that'd be really interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Assuming we could afford Crowley now, of course. Yes. He's, he's, <laughs> leaving, he's leaving us all behind in the dust in his, in his ginger ginger. Oh, he's, 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 he's so he's good. Gonna, he's going to be something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who will be in your main events? Uh, the championship a, match. It would be a lumberjack match. Uh, under British rounds rules, uh, me against Travis Huckabee. British rounds lumberjack match. Oh, <laughs> so, so not sure why, not sure why, but I think I think that'd be fun. Uh, but it, it means that everybody else who I've left out, like like Jimbo um, and Abel Walker or Abel Walker, and um, everybody else I've left out, like Herman Crab and Crawdad, all get to be involved. So all the, the ex-car guys can batter you and all Absolutely. the UBW guys can batter Travis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, something like that. Something like that. That, that you know, sounds it, like a great card. It gets Razor Hawk and uh, Ben Hatton on, on, on the card. You know, they're, they're, they're good boys. That sounds like a really fun card. That's the card you have to put together when you bring the guys over. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it'll be old guys at once. I think it might be... Um, <laughs> um, it's just, you know, yeah, just I've, I've got a big house. <laughs> so I sleep, it's fine. Uh, so, um, this is where I usually ask where can people see you in the near future, but have you got anything planned for your fans? Are you oh, fuck anything, so? um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to keep busy, and you know, I've, I've, I've done a couple of uh, interviews and podcasts, um, and this, that, and the other. I, I try and keep my Twitter active, and I try and keep, you know, Keep positive things out there because I know the world's gone to absolute shit at the moment. Mm. Um, just in the world, but the rest of the world as well. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty active on that. Um, when when's the next show going to be? I don't know. I'm going to guess January before we before we see. I can't see anything happening this year. No, I think I think it be January before we, we, we see anything. You know, I'll I'll, I'll try and keep my, my head above the parapet, and you know, um, you know, doing shit like this uh, really does help. You know, get your name out there. So I'm very, very grateful to you, Chris, for taking the time to speak to me and, and let me waffle on about bears and things. <laughs> no, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, this is it's it's been it's, doing the podcast and doing the interviews kind of kept me sane. From, oh god, yeah. The, yeah. the novelty of working from home's gone now, so, so yeah. I can't wait for the office to open. So. Yeah. Yeah. But even they're, they're even talking about either. It'd be semi-permanent us working from home now, just to yeah, I th- I think get in the proved- office like twice a week or something, just if something needs yeah, to be I th- done. I think people have proved it can be done. You know, you, you don't need to be in a set place at a certain time for a certain amount of hours for you to be able to do your job. And, you know, that, that's... I'd say probably, probably 80% of my work I could do from home, but some, yeah. some, some of the bits we do have to be in the office to do. So. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, uh, you know, stuff, stuff that's been going on online, like um, uh, pub quizzes. Uh, Skip's been doing a Skip's Skip's quiz is that good on, uh, yeah, I, on Thursday night. I recommend it's, it's amazing. I've, I've been playing it. I've, I've won it a couple of times. Uh, but that, that's <laughs> great fun. Um, James Musselman has been doing a, like a Zoom Zoom quiz, which I, which I got involved, in, uh, even though it's generally from photographers. Um, that's been great fun. Um, but yeah, you know, p- people are really making an effort to, to, you know, create content, um, and you know, get themselves out there and, and keep, keep themselves in people's consciousness. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's been, you know, really great seeing, seeing people who, you know, don't normally do much in the way of, of social media stuff, you know, really, really, you know, come out themselves and really try and, you know, broadcast what they're about, you know, whereas, yes. Whereas some people with, with massive followers are, are doing fuck all. And mm. you know, it's like, well, why, why should we be paying attention to you that is this? Whereas this guy over here with, you know, like, fuck all is, is, is making such great stuff. So I'd, I'd rather go and see the guys, you know, who are using this, this difficult time to get better at something rather than people who are just going to sit in their asses. And then when things go, start back up again, he goes, all right, yeah, here I am, back again. You know, Yes, I'm, I'm more inclined to, to support the people that are trying to improve themselves during this, this, this period of isolation lockdown. Um, those who are 
not doing anything to support others or, or bring others up and bring others on. So. Yeah, and Crowley's been amazing since it's been done. Yeah. And so is Hustle uh, Malone's done a lot of good stuff, I think. So. Hustle Malone is, I mean, I could, I could sit and listen to that guy talk forever. He's, he's just got an absolutely mesmerising presence. Um, yes. I really, really hope he was fine because he's, he's a decent human being. He's not, you know, he's kind of breaking kayfabe, brother, brother, brother. It's still in there. But yeah, no, Hustle Malone is, he, he's gold. Crowley is gold. Uh, you know, I hope they both go far. Good. Far away from me. Definitely. <laughs> right, so before we go, do you want to promote your social media? I don't Yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm active most on Twitter, um, Jethro underscore Roos, that's R-O-O-S-E. Uh, I'm on there, I generally try and say nice things and positive things. I do have a, a Facebook page, but Facebook pages are an absolute mystery to me. There is a, a Jethro Roos Facebook profile page, but I only use that once a week. Yes. Sunset Skips Quiz, um, so that's not my real, it's not, that's my shit Facebook, motherfucker. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I'm, I'm not really a Facebooker, as to a, I'm more of a Twitter, so, you know, if, if you use Twitter, that's where I generally am. I don't have Instagram, um, uh, I don't have Tinder, Grindr, uh, or, oh, I've got YouTube, yeah, I'm on YouTube, so if you look out for my name, YouTube, yes, you'll I see um, the description of the greatest match that ever, ever took place between me and Boomer Hatfield. Yeah, you don't have a TikTok or anything, that's what people can... I'm 40 years old. If I, if I had TikTok, I'd, I'd be lumped in with a brick less nonsense. No, nobody said anything about TikTok until this, this last three months, and people have been putting TikToks in there, like, when I asked yeah. social media. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Well, I'll put, yeah. I'll put links to your Twitter and your YouTube in the description below the interview. So I've really enjoyed speaking yes. today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Oh, thank you, Chris. It's very, very kind of you for having me on because I'm essentially a, a, a no name nobody. At the, at the bottom end of the British wrestling scene, but you know, I like to think that I, I have something to offer and a, and a voice. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, if, if we do recommendations, um, if, if you like beer and wrestling, um, my friends Top Shelf, Tom Nelson, Nick Stapp, and uh, Smart Mark Sterling uh, do a fantastic podcast called Off the Hop Rope. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sometimes appear on that as well. But but really give give them a listen if you like beer and wrestling. Those those are your guys. Top Shelf Troy Nelson is a, is a good friend. So is Big Step. I'm not so sure I'm starting. He, he, he does shit with um, Curtis Hawkins and Zach Ryder. So you know he's a really big yeah. fan. But, yeah, give, give off the hot rope a listen. It's um, really good fun podcast. <laughs>